0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of what the Scripture tells us about not fearing. To do not fear, okay? The Lord tells us to fear Him, right? <laughs> he tells us to fear Him. But He tells us not to fear the situations and the circumstances of life that we may encounter day in day out. <clears throat> These are just sort of normal things. And we have a decision to make. Are we going to trust in the situation? Are going to trust in circumstance? Or are we going to trust in Him? Even when things seem to be hard, we've seen this of late here in Lamentations chapter 3. In the previous episode, we saw um, what we're to do sometimes when things come against us, when there are difficult things. He says, uh, let him, verse uh, 28, I'll pick it up, let him sit alone and be silent since it has been laid upon him. A hard time has come. Verse 28 He says that. Verse 29 says, let him put his mouth in the dust. Perhaps there is hope. And we know from previously in this chapter right here that the Lord is our hope. He says that point blank to us. He says, even when it looks like it's hopeless, bow before the Lord. That's put your mouth in the dust. You know, get down low before. Perhaps there is hope. Verse 30 said, let him give his cheek to the smiter. Let him be filled with reproach. In other words, if someone slaps you in one cheek, offer the other cheek. That idea. Verse 31 then said, for the Lord will not reject forever. Verse 32, for if he causes grief, speaking of the Lord, then he, the Lord, will have compassion according to his abundant loving kindness. So if grief comes and we know that everything that comes our way as believers passes through the hand of God, he allows it to his purpose, then we can know that abundant loving kindness is coming. Now, verse 33, let's pick it up and move on. For he does not Afflict willingly or grieve the sons of men. And you say, well, what is it? Because it, it sounds like he's willing to do this. The idea is that he's not the one initiating these things. He will allow grief to come and pass through his hand to us for a greater purpose. But literally, that, that the Hebrew right here means that he will not afflict from his heart. It wasn't of his volition. In other words, we are the battle, folks. And things may come, the enemy may come against us, or we may make a poor decision and grief comes. He says he's not going to afflict and he's not going to grieve the sons of man. Verse 34, to crush under his, the Lord's feet, all the prisoners of the land. To deprive a man of justice in the presence of the Most most High. To defraud a man in his lawsuits. Of these things the Lord does not approve. So he he says he doesn't approve of someone defrauding somebody, somebody depriving somebody of justice. No, no, God isn't like that. He doesn't approve of that, so he's not going to behave that way. Verse 37, who is there who speaks and it comes to pass unless the Lord has commanded it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that both good and ill go forth? And so when you read this, you think, wait a minute, isn't this sort of, Uh, Conflicting what he's saying with himself. No, no. Everything has to pass through. And you see this the hands of the Lord. You see it uh, with Job's a good example, okay, where the adversary, okay, the, uh, the accuser, okay, the accuser came before God and was accusing Job and demanded certain things, and he had to ask permission from God. Remember what Jesus said to Peter. He looked at Peter and says, Satan has asked permission to sift you as wheat he had as permission and so everything that comes our way has come through the most high good or ill though it would not be the will of the lord for the ill he didn't initiate that but there's going to be a greater good that comes from it verse 39 why should any living mortal Or any man offer a complaint in view of his sins. (laughs) So if you've sinned, why do you offer a complaint? Well, yeah, yeah, you brought it on yourself, right? Verse 40: Let us examine and probe our ways and let us return to the Lord. So the writer here is saying, you know, we need to examine what we're doing. Don't sit there and moan and groan because something's come against you and things haven't worked out well when you are the ones that sinned, okay? He says, let us examine our ways. Let us probe our ways. Let us return to the Lord. Then verse 41, he says, we lift our heart and hands toward God in heaven. We have transgressed and rebelled. Then he says, you have not pardoned. You've covered yourself with anger and pursued us. You have slain and not spared. You've covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can pass through. So you see what the outcome was because they had turned away from the Lord. And they haven't returned to the Lord. Then God has done this. He's covered himself with anger. He's pursued them. He hasn't spared them. Verse 44, you've covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can pass through. You have made us mere offscouring and refuse in the midst of the people. All our enemies have opened their mouths against us. Panic and pitfall have befallen us, devastation and destruction. My eyes run down with streams of water because of the destruction of my people. My eyes pour down unceasingly without stopping until the Lord looks down and sees from heaven. My eyes bring pain to my soul because of all the daughters of my city. My enemy, without cause, hunted me down like a bird. They've silenced me in the pit and have placed a stone on me. Waters flow over my head. I said, I am cut off. I call on your name, O Lord, out of the pit. You've heard my voice. Do not hide your ear from my prayer for relief, from my cry for help. You drew near when I called on you and you said, Do not fear. Yeah, that's the verse that we started with three or four episodes ago and looking at this chapter right here where we see the Lord saying, do not fear. And the Lord is saying, do not fear out of the cry of the one here that was literally in the pits who was crying before the Lord saying, Lord, this is what we've done. We haven't returned to you. Because of this, all this stuff has happened in our lives, has come against us, our enemies have come against us, and you've literally turned against us because of this. But when we drew near to you, you said, do not fear. I'll tell you what, we'll look at the balance of the chapter the next time. But I want us just to know this truth right now. That when we draw near to the Lord and when we cry out unto him, he will tell us, do not fear. He will forgive. He will restore. And when we turn to him, he will guide us in the paths of righteousness. Tell you what, most of us as believers need to do exactly that. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again in the next episode. Goodbye.